This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله أرسله الله إلى الناس كافة بشيرًا ونذيرًا فبلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وتركنا على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اهتدى بهديه واستنى بسنته ودعا بدعوته إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطيع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أحبتي في الله وفي الإسلام أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله والإحسان فإن الله مع الذين تقوا والذين هم محسنون My beloved brothers and sisters I start by praising Allah Almighty and sending blessings and salutations upon our beloved Master Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam our beloved Prophet وسلم, would often teach and advise his companions. And for every single advice that he gave to his companions, it is up to us to read them and extract benefit from them and try to act upon them. For an advice to one companion is an advice to all of the Ummah. And the companions of the Prophet وسلم, they had the opportunity to ask him. And the Prophet وسلم, there are so many ahadith where he is advising them with things that if we were to apply a lot of our lives and inshallah our afterlife would change for the better. One such hadith is the one of Mu'adh ibn Jabal who was about to embark on a journey and he said to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam O Prophet of Allah, advise me. O Prophet of Allah, advise me. And just as Mu'adh was attentively listening I want you to all to listen to the advice of our Prophet. He said, O Mu'adh, أُعْبُدُ اللَّهَ وَلَا تُشْرِكْ بِهِ شَيَّا Worship Allah alone and never commit any shirk. Worship Allah alone and never commit any shirk. You might be thinking, this is very generic. We already know. We already know not to worship other than Allah. We already know that it is of an obligation upon us to single him out in worship. But let me ask you this question. Do you think Mu'ad did not know? Do you think Mu'ad ibn Jabal did not know that only Allah is worthy of worship? Why did the Prophet say this particular thing to him after he asked him to advise him? Because, my brothers and sisters, sometimes we may know something theoretically. We may think we understand it, but it requires repetition. Because it is more than just a statement. It is a way of life. It is an obligation, the greatest obligation to single out Allah in worship. And each one of us here 
in this masjid is here to worship Allah. But can we comfortably say, can we comfortably say that we worship Allah the right way, the way he deserves, and we avoid all types of shirk? I don't think any one of us can comfortably say that. Because shirk, associating partners with Allah, comes in many ways. It could be that you've done an act of worship, but inside of you was a bit of ujub or riyah, that you were showing off, that you were impressed with yourself, that it wasn't fully sincere for Allah. It is a possibility. It may be that you unknowingly have undermined the authority of the Almighty. For when Allah tells you to do something, every time Allah tells you to do something, and you find out a command in the Quran, and you ignore it, or you don't act upon it, the supreme authority of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is being undermined by our desires. And yes, there are those that worship their desires. There are those that put their desires before Allah's commandments. There are those that put their desires before our, uh, the, uh, the prohibitions and will choose what they want to do over what Allah wants them to do. And have you then not given Allah an equal? Have you then not given Allah an equal? When you put what you want to do at the same level as what Allah wants you to do. Now this may not be conventional shirk. This may not be the idolatry of Quraysh. But it is still a heinous act. It is still, and this goes for all of us. For all of us. Do not think. Do not think that you are free from shirk. Do not think that you are safe from shirk. Wallahi, the Sahaba did not think that. If we were to have one companion that we were 100% sure of that he does not have to worry about shirk, it would have been Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says to Abu Bakr, Within my ummah, there is a type of shirk that is more hidden than the crawling ant. None of us observe. They, they are all over. These crawling ants, they are, and we don't see them. And it can creep into your house, and just like that, shirk can come into your house and into your life as well. Be very fearful. And the Prophet taught him a dua to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Oh Allah, I seek refuge from falling into shirk. Knowingly or unknowingly, protect me from this. And this is something that we should always be conscious of. Small types of shirk. Whether it is when we make an oath that we do not use Allah's name. Or whether it is that we venerate the creation of Allah to the level of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You've all probably seen people that are Muslims that are saying, La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. But then they will worship Yes, worship people. People. When they're sick, they will go and they will go like this to a human being like them. You'll find someone that will come into a masjid as full as this one. And they show this person veneration that only Allah deserves. Hoping that he can help them when they should be asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Fellow Muslims, maybe some people that you know, Traveling to graves, traveling to graves, asking them, calling upon them. When they make Umrah, they go to the Prophet. The Prophet has spent his life warning of shirk and they make dua to the Prophet. The opposite of the message that he came with. So yes, shirk is within the Ummah and we ask Allah to lift it from the Ummah. The Prophet ﷺ gave a prophecy. 
And he said that the Yawm Al-Qiyam will not happen until many clans, tribes, people, groups will fall back into the shirk of the Arabs. May Allah protect all of us from it. May Allah protect all of us from it. It is the one thing Allah does not forgive. It is the one thing if you die upon it, you will be in the fire forever. It is the one thing that we should be the most fearful of. It is not crime. It is not murder. It is not zina. It is shirk first and foremost. May we never, never be among those that associate partners with Allah in any way, shape or form, my brothers and sisters. Mu'ad said to the Prophet, Zidni, give me more. Advise me more. What was the first advice? Allah. Worship Allah and do not commit any shirk. Advise me. The Prophet ﷺ said to him then, إِذَا أَسَأْتَ فَأَحْسِنْ إِذَا أَسَأْتَ فَأَحْسِنْ And when you commit a sin, when you make a mistake, when you fall into error, follow that up with a good deed. Do something righteous. Do something good. My brothers and sisters, none of us are perfect. Wallahi, we all have shortcomings. Whether those are shortcomings related to ibadah, that we are not fulfilling our worship enough, or we are harming ourselves or others by the, by the way we speak, or how we act towards them, whatever the case is, we are all sinful. And that's how Allah created us. We are not perfect. But what did the Prophet advise Mu'ad? Follow it up with a righteous deed. Why? Because Allah says in the Quran, Indeed, righteous actions will wipe away the sins that you've previously done. The wudu that you make wipes away the sins that you've done. The prayer that you do wipes away the sins that came before. The Prophet ﷺ mentioned this many times. So there should be an encouragement for you and I to do as many good deeds as we can because these are the ones that are going to wipe away many of the bad deeds that we fall into. Brothers and sisters, take the advice of the Prophet to heart and act upon it. We will make mistakes. We will fall into sin. We will have shortcomings. Make sure you are following it up with righteous actions as often as possible. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he said this to him, Mu'ad al-Jabal said, Zidni ya Rasulullah. Give me more, O Messenger of Allah. Advise me more. Look at the eagerness of the Sahaba. Trying to learn from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And they would absorb the advice of the Prophet like a sponge. They would listen to him and they would act upon it. They would act upon it. Do you know how many ahadith exist that are similar to this one? Where a companion comes to the Prophet ﷺ, Ya Rasul, advise me. And the Prophet says, I advise you three, or I advise you six, or do these four things, or avoid these things. You're meant to be studying these. You're meant to be reading these. You're meant to be learning these. Because that's how you're going to be able to have istiqamah, steadfastness. May Allah make us among those that are steadfast always. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله. Brothers and sisters, we were continuing the hadith where the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was advising Muadh. The first advice he gave him was worship Allah alone and never fall into shirk and do not associate partners with him. The second advice he gave him was when you make a mistake, follow up with a righteous action. Um, one great scholar mentioned, uh, Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, that if you are going to make an error or a mistake or a sin, and then you want to follow up with a good deed, if it's of the same type, then that's the best. 
So for example, if you neglected salah, then the right thing to do would be to pray a lot of salah. As the act of permission that you followed up with that. If you were insulting someone or backbiting or using your speech to harm someone and to sin in this manner, then making dua for that person and making a lot of dhikr and istighfar with your mouth and seeking Allah's forgiveness would be the way to go. So this is something to also keep in mind. The final advice the Prophet gave Mu'ad was istaqim. Stay steadfast. Stay steadfast. The same thing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran. فَاسْتَقِمْ كَمَا Stay steadfast like you've been commanded, on the right path. What does it mean to be steadfast, my brothers and sisters? Wallahi, that's all we want. We want to stay on Sirat al-Mustaqim, on the right path, and never deviate. We want to be able to, if we do deviate, be able to come back. So this means, my brothers and sisters, the following. Whatever Allah commands us to do, do it. Whatever Allah tells you to stay away from, stay away from it. And you will have shortcomings in this regard. So repent often and seek Allah's forgiveness. Seek Allah's forgiveness often. Understand that you're a flawed person. Do not allow yourself to live days, weeks, months without repenting and without asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. May Allah forgive all of us. May Allah forgive our shortcomings and allow us to have steadfastness always. Then finally he said, And rectify your behavior. Correct your akhlaq. Have the most lofty of character. Have the best of akhlaq. This was the advice of the Prophet ﷺ towards other people. You meant to have the best behavior. Wallahi, my brothers and sisters, if we just did this, if we remedied and rectified our behavior, if when we met people we were smiling, if we, when we were speaking we were using the best of words, if we were controlling our anger, if we were forgiving those that harm us, if we were gifting each other, visiting each other, being kind towards each other, if we were giving charity and helping the needy and the poor, if we had good character, if we remedied just this aspect of our religion, of, of, our, of our lives, so much khayr would come from it. And there is a great glad tiding for those that have good character. And wallahi, we all know what good character is. We all know what good, and we all know which aspects of our character are flawed. Maybe you're someone that lies. Or maybe you're someone that breaks promises. Or maybe you're someone that angers quickly. Or maybe you're someone, whatever the case is, you backbite. Or you don't trust people. Or you don't think at face value. Or whatever it is, you think the worst of people. We all have character flaws that we have. Remedy those. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Remedy those. Try and be more like the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Ask yourself in this situation, what would the Prophet do? Would he raise his voice? Maybe he wouldn't. Most often he wouldn't. Would he forgive? Yes, he would. Remedy your character. Improve your character. Why? Because the Prophet sallallahu said, I have seen that which allows the people to go into Jannah the most. That which results in people to go to paradise, to Jannah the most, is taqwallahi wa husnul khuluq. Having piety and taqwa of Allah and good character. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provide us with good character. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us among those that follow the character and the akhlaq of the Prophet. That was his advice, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Remedy and rectify and your behavior and your character. The advice that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam gave to Mu'adh. It summarizes all relationships. What relationship should you have with Allah? The most important relationship in ilaqa. One of worship. One of worship 
and understanding that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes first and you never associate partners or give him equals and understand that supreme authority and worship belongs to Allah alone. That is your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As it relates to yourself, as it relates to yourself, you are a sinful person who has many shortcomings. Ensure that you are saving yourself by doing as many good deeds as possible. As it relates to others, show them the best of akhlaq. Show them the best of character. And these are the ways that we will stay steadfast. And inshallah ta'ala be among those that are forgiven, find salvation, and go to Jannah. May Allah make us among those. Sallu ala nabiyyim kama amarakumullahu ta'ala haythu qal inna Allah wa malaikatuhu yusalluna ala nabiyy. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu tuslima. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ala Muhammad kama sallayta ala Ibrahim. وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وارض اللهم عن خلفاء الأربعة ببكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن سائر الصحابة والتابعين ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين اللهم لا تفرق جمعنا هذا إلا بذنب مغفور وسعي مشكور وعمل المتقبل المبرور اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعسيان وجعلنا من الراشدين وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقم الصلاة this recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.